Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joining us now is Zach Price, Futures Better, who you can follow on Twitter, at Zachonomics. If you are watching us on <laughs> Twitch, you can see that he's wearing a U.S. Open hat and sunglasses, so he's being a little incognito. But look, wearing a sports coat or blazer with a hat That is okay. That is not a fashion faux pas as far as I'm concerned. So, Zach, thank you so much for dressing up for the occasion. We'll get to your NBA uh, futures in just a bit. But first, what went well for you at the PGA Championship and what went poorly as far as your bets are concerned? Well, I'm uh, glad to be back here on BetQL, getting the, uh, the Monday morning shift here today. I'm, like, threw on my cleanest dirty shirt from... The weekend, I mean, we had golf up until, what, like 7 p.m. and then NBA conference finals. And, I mean, I'm just, like, recapping. I'm still scrolling through the leaderboard just trying to comprehend, you know, what happened this weekend. And so, you know, the PGA, I don't feel like I have a huge edge on as, like, it's just all the best players in the world. Um, But I did play it like a U.S. Open, and I think we can talk a lot about how the PGA that just happened ties into the U.S. Open coming up. just a just a great tournament, great leaderboard. I really enjoyed watching it. Great course, traditional, great golf. Was there anything to learn from this weekend? Uh, I, we all knew Kepka balls out when healthy at all of the majors. That's something we knew. But um, you know, Hovland so close. Michael Block. I mean, that was the story. Uh, if if you bet T twenty, you got it. Some places at one hundred and seventy five to one. Anything that that we can take to moving forward with this one? Well, the Michael Black, I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, just like a, you know, once in a lifetime story. I don't know who was betting on him to finish top 20. They're absolutely crazy. And so was that hole in one that he hit. So they deserve that cash if you're betting Michael Black top 20. I don't know if we'll ever see that again from PGA Pro. Uh, But uh, what can we take? this? I mean, Kepka has the power. He's got the finesse. He has the experience of winning majors. And most importantly, I think the most important thing is that the mental game that he has is so strong. He loves being the villain. I mean, imagine playing golf with everyone kind of rooting against you. That doesn't happen in golf, and it almost seems like that's what happens when a guy like Kepka is playing. No one really wants him to win, but you have to relish that moment, and he certainly did. So, um, you know, I also think that the strong performance by the live players is, is really pushing – the to- these tours, and I think that I've been saying it for a year, but I think eventually we will see the Live Tour and the PGA Tour co-sanctioned events. I know it's crazy to say that it sounds like, but these are the best golfers in the world, and they got to be put on the same stage. And I think eventually we're going to see that maybe when the commissioners um, uh, are able to talk. But it's just great golf when you see all the best players in the world. We're missing that with on the PGA Tour, and we're missing that on the Live week in and week out. So, again, just great to watch, great stuff. Zach, tell us a little bit how the PGA Championship does tie into the U.S. Open and how you're looking to bet that. What's your strategy here? What are you going to carry over? Well, it was really important for me, Aaron, to watch this one and to think about the U.S. Open a lot because I didn't do a ton of betting on the PGA, but the U.S. Open um, is going to play a lot like the PGA. Uh, You know, the course that we just played here has hosted U.S. Opens before, so I'm taking notes on, okay, who finished in the top 30 this week? I'm going to be looking at those guys for the U.S. Open. I don't know a ton about, you know, L.A. Country Club. I don't have course history there to work with. 
So I'm going to go, you know, and look at U.S. Open data from years past. I'm going to look at the PGA from the last few years when it's played tough. And I see, you know, obviously Kepka is a great U.S. Open player. Bryson DeChambeau has won the U.S. Open before, played great this week. Obviously, Scotty Scheffler, I mean, a second-place performance. Hovland has been playing great. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a brain surgeon. But, you know, if you go down the board, Cantley's a great U.S. Open player, played okay here. Justin Rose won the U.S. Open um, at Marion, I believe. And he's a great U.S. Open. You know, he played great at, at Oak Hill. Patrick Reed, Morikawa, I'm just looking through the list, top 30s. Corey Connors learned a ton this week, I think, from being in the lead. Um, had a really rough Sunday. He's going to learn a ton from that one. So, you know, Spieth, Matsuyama, these guys are going to look for the U.S. Open. So let's move on now to the NBA. And do you believe that the Lakers can come back from down three games to nothing, shock the world, make history in the NBA conference finals, and advance to the finals? I mean, it's never happened before, right? So if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be LeBron. I still don't see it happening. Um, you know, I think that the, the thing with this series is the Nuggets have talent. And, um, you know, the Lakers have the experience. And the talent was able to shine at home. And then, of course, they were able to hit the big shots in, in game three, just like they did in the first two games. So the Lakers would have to win four in a row. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lakers win tonight. Um, you know, LeBron showing some life. But... You know, to beat talent four games in a row, a team that's that's talent, more talented than you are, uh, that's tough to do game after game after game after game. So, you know, um, I, I don't see it happening. If there is anyone that's going to do it, it's going to be LeBron, though. So, you know, let's watch it game by game and see. But, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Are, are we going to get uh, – so you think gentlemen sweep at least one or in both? Jeez, this one could go either way. I mean – you know, the Nuggets have nothing to lose in this game almost. So a guy's, you know, a guy like Michael Porter Jr., who who I've been saying is really the key for the Nuggets because um, Jokic is going to perform every single game. We know, I mean, every single game. It's unbelievable. Jamal Murray's playing um, up to his talents, which was, I think, the question after that ACL. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. so a guy like Michael Porter Jr., if he, he has nothing to lose, if he starts swishing those three-pointers, this could be a blowout end of season, have the Lakers, you know, wondering, okay, what do we need to do for next year? Obviously, you know, but um, if LeBron shows heart and, you know, a guy like Porter Jr. misses and, and they get a little tight, then, you know, uh, the Lakers are going to fight. I mean, uh, LeBron's going to fight. So if they can keep this thing close, I would look for the Lakers to close it out at home with some, you know, pride to show. Otherwise, I think this thing could be a runaway. Yeah. So you are the futures guru. Where are you looking? Where is there some value when it comes to, you know, the finals or wh where are you looking? What advice could you give us if we're looking to jump in now? Well, I, you know, once you get to the finals, you, you got to play game by game. So, you know, Miami and Denver looks like that's what we're going to have. Let's just assume that for a second. Um, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm calling this one like toughness versus the talent. Miami has the tough guys, you know, Jimmy Butler, regular season, plays pretty good. He's an all-star, you know, playoffs, and, and he's the toughest guy around. Uh, the rest of their team, all those undrafted players that we hear about a zillion times, th those are the tough players. <laughs> Again, then we have talent on Denver. So, uh, you know, I, these, these teams potentially could have, like, over a week before the first game. I think that helps out the talent to rest and, you know, just be ready to fire away. But once we get in the series – I think Denver needs to win that first game because once we get in that series, that toughness really shows 
And so um, long series, I think it's going to be. And, you know, I, I would play it for, for six or seven games, to be honest with you. But um, that first game is going to be really important for Denver to win. Zach Price features better. You can follow him on Twitter at Zachonomics here on BetQL Daily. It is interesting when we talk to different uh, NBA folks that not everyone is even aware of conference finals MVP markets, much less is betting on them. Uh, but as we talk about, say, the Western Conference Finals MVP space, uh, Jokic is, of course, uh, the clear favorite at minus 200. But the movement that we've seen with Jamal Murray has been unbelievable. Almost as if we've forgotten that uh, he's one of the key pieces to the Nuggets uh, being in championship contention to begin with. Uh, but you got some long odds for him at the start of the series, but now he's at plus 150. Jokic minus 200, Murray plus 150. As of right now, which do you think offers better value? Wow. Uh, it's crazy. It, absolutely, Jamal Murray could win. I, she's, I would find it hard to, to 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 not vote for Jokic just because of what he provides. Um, but the Murray numbers are absolutely insane. Boy, I, I think there's more value on Murray right there, especially because it's the conference finals. Now, once we get in the finals, um, again, you know, Aaron mentioned futures for the finals. I think MVP is going to be interesting because you have this. You know, Jokic is obviously the superstar that is going to be relied upon. Um, 4-0 sweep, we could see Murray win this thing, right? Uh, you know, long six, seven game finals, I think Jokic is going to win, you know, is, is the guy for the finals. But yeah, absolutely. Conference finals, Murray. Yeah, it's, it's funny because the Jokic number for the conference and for the NBA finals MVP is about the same, but but Murray, it's way different. You know, that plus 150 range compared to 7-1, to 8-1 to one, uh, if you end up shopping around. I want to look forward. I don't want to look back. I'm not going to bring up what happened to your Cavs against the Knicks. We want to look forward. Do you have – this offseason could be bonkers. And it's been a while since we've had one of these in the NBA. Um, Is there a team or two back of your mind as soon as this thing wraps up once they start the NBA Finals in a couple of weeks from now uh, after everyone's sitting around? um, Is there a team or two that, that you want to buy futures on? Uh, geez, I'm going to have to take a look at like where all the free agency sits with the trades and stuff. You know, a t- a you would wait, that you I would like, wait, right? You wouldn't speculate. You yeah, would wait it out. I need to, yeah. You know what? The market changes so fast when, when free agency happens and, and, and like, you know, a trade or something that it's usually a huge overreaction. Um, every single time it's almost always a huge overreaction. You, you, so, um, I never want to, you know, react to that, but you know, I mean, just like, Everybody knows the top teams. Um, a, a, a long shot team that I like, just in general, in futures, I don't think they're going to win at all or anything, but maybe, you know, could steal like a division crown um, or get far is like Oklahoma City. Uh, they, they really played yes. good this year. And, and, and a guy like Chet Holmgren, who I'm very high on, I like his rookie of the year odds right now, I think plus 600 or so on BetMGM. Uh, hmm. He is a great defensive player that if they throw in with, you know, both Jalen Williams they have over there and, and Shy. I mean, that team is very talented. I don't know. Maybe they'll make a move. So um, I'm looking for value over there. When you get to the top teams, I mean, the Clippers over the summer got very overvalued we saw last year. And it just happens when, when a star moves or, or uh, a free agency happens. Um, I'm just going to – I'm not going to make any crazy moves. So when do you like to bet on your NBA futures? Obviously, you want to wait a little bit, or do you do it more in season when you can find a buy low situation? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the early on in the year is a value. So once the year plays out a couple months, things are just almost unmovable in the NBA. Rarely do you see movement. So, you know, early on this year, grabbed the Lakers at 200 to 1 when they were 2 and 10. Does it matter now what they, that they were 2 and 10 in October? You know, obviously they're down on 3, so, but 200 to 1. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, I got Joel Embiid MVP at 18 to 1 in, I think, November. It, it, mm-hmm. The voters don't care about that stuff. And, and, you know, it's almost a playoffs league, the NBA, where the regular season doesn't matter because if you're anything close to a decent team, you're going to get in a play in. And so it's a playoff league. So I don't see value, you know, buying a team in, you know, let's say January or February, you know, with the exception of trades, because um, it, it, I, I think it's all sucked out. I think the value's got to come early on in the year when you spot a team, you know, like the Cavs, who obviously fizzled out, but like the Lakers, who have a high ceiling. So when you're buying NBA futures, you know, you want to buy teams that have a chance at winning the championship. The Sacramento Kings at 301 this year would have been a hot ticket, but really, they had no chance <laughs> at winning the NBA Finals. The LA Lakers yeah. at 201, well, now they're in the conference finals, so I can hedge them off a little bit game by game with the Nuggets and turn a profit on a 201 shot who only has to win eight games to win the title. Even though we talk about the regular season not mattering nearly as much, the Denver Nuggets are the favorites to win the NBA championship, and they finish as the top seed in the Western Conference. Now, they weren't there the whole regular season. It was a bit of a logjam at the start, but ultimately they separated themselves, and now they are where they are. So it almost feels like you get distracted by the shiny new object and say, the Miami Heat or the Lakers or something like that, and we start to believe something that maybe isn't quite true. At the same time, I'm wondering, looking ahead to next season, if there are teams that maybe will play with their food, so to speak, in the regular season, but will turn it on in the playoffs. Like the Celtics might be a good example. If we are completely throwing them away, couldn't we see them have a completely different playoff run next year? Oh, absolutely. It's so, I mean, next year is next year. It's a long ways away and teams can gel and turn it on just like we saw the Lakers after the trade deadline and such. But, you know, I'm not saying that, Teams can just throw pieces together at the trade deadline and win. Absolutely not. So the Nuggets have, you know, breeded this team of of Jokic and Jamal Murray. Porter Jr. they paid for, and he's been there the last couple of years. Obviously, Murray, Porter Jr. with injuries. But, you know, they, they've, they've brought these guys along the last few years. They didn't just patch them together right at the end like a Durant, um, you know, Chris Paul and Booker thing. That obviously didn't work. And the Lakers obviously are proving that, you know, they had a good solid run, but it coming up a little short against a team that has played together. They had the home court, which the regular season enabled them to do. And their talent hits three pointers. Jamal Murray. I mean, you guys know, I, w- I went to every single Nuggets game last year and every game before the game, Jamal Murray, he was injured at the time. All he did was shoot about a thousand three pointers and I would go and watch and he mm. made probably 999 of them. So he is, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, and, and so if they're hitting their shots, they got the, they're gelling, they can outscore anybody. Zach Price, golf aficionado, basketball expert, suave, debonair with the sports coat and the hat. I like it. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Zachonomics. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. They're coming right up. 